Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and, re and my Redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 22 on page 366. My God, my God, look upon me, why hast thou forsaken me, and art so far from my health and from the words of my complaint? O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season also I take no rest. And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in thee, they trusted in thee, and thou didst deliver them. They called upon thee and were holpen. They put their trust in thee and were not confounded. But as for me, I am a worm and no man, a very scorn of men and the outcast of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, He trusted in the Lord, that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, if he will have him. But thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope when I hanged yet upon my mother's breast. I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God, even from my mother's womb. O go not from me, for trouble is hard at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen are come about me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping in a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also in the midst of my body is even like melting wax. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my gums, and thou bringest me into the dust of death. For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me. They pierce my hands and my feet, I may tell all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them, and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. Thou art my succor, haste thee to help me. 
Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. O praise the Lord, ye that fear him. Magnify him, all ye of the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him. But when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him, they shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall come, and shall declare his righteousness, unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifteenth chapter of the book of Second Kings. In the twenty-seventh year of Jeroboam king of Israel, Azariah the son of Amaziah king of Judah became king. He was sixteen years old when he became king, and he reigned fifty-two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliah of Jerusalem, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done, except that the high places were not removed. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. Then the Lord struck the king, so that he was a leper until the day of his death. So he dwelt in an isolated house, and Jotham the king's son was over the royal house, judging the people of the land. <clears throat> now the rest of the acts of Azariah, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Azariah rested with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. Then Jotham his son reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah king of Judah, Zechariah the son of Jeroboam reigned over Israel and Samaria six months. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, as his fathers had done. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin. Then Shalom, the son of Jabesh, conspired against him, and struck and killed him in front of the people, and he reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Zechariah, indeed, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. This was the word of the Lord, which he spoke to Jehu, saying, Your sons shall sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. And so it was. Shalom the son of Jabesh became king in the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah, king of Judah, and he reigned a full month in Samaria. For Menahem the son of Gadai went up from Tirzah, came to Samaria, and struck Shalom the son of Jabesh in Samaria, and killed him, and he reigned in his place. 
Now the rest of the acts of Shalom and the conspiracy which he led, indeed they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. Then from Tirzah, Menahem attacked Tifzah, all who were there, at its territory. Because they did not surrender, therefore he attacked it. All the women there who were with child he ripped open. In the thirty-ninth year of Azariah king of Judah, Menahem the son of Gadai became king over Israel, and reigned ten years in Samaria. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart all his days from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin. <clears throat> Pul, king of Assyria, came against the land, and Menahem gave Pul a thousand talents of silver, that his hand might be with him to strengthen the kingdom under his control. And Menahem exacted the people from Israel, from all the very wealthy, from each man fifty shekels of silver, to give to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria turned back, and did not stay there in the land. Now the rest of the acts of Menahem, all that he did, are they not written in the books of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Menahem rested with his fathers, then Pekahiah his son reigned in his place. In the fiftieth year of Azariah king of Judah, Pekahiah the son of Menahem became king over Israel in Samaria, and reigned two years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin. Then Pekah, the son of Remaliah, an officer of his, conspired against him and killed him in Samaria, in the citadel of the king's house, along with Argob and Arieh, and with him were fifty men of Gilead. They killed him and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Pekahiah and all that he did Indeed, they are written in the books of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of Azariah, king of Judah, Pekah the son of Remaliah became king over Israel and Samaria, and reigned twenty years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin. In the days of Pekah, king of Israel, Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, came and took Ion. Abel, Methmeacah, Janoah, Kedesh, Hazor, Gilead, and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried them captive to Assyria. Then Hoshea the son of Elah led a conspiracy against Pekah the son of Remaliah, and struck and killed him. So he reigned in his place in the twentieth year of Jotham the son of Uzziah. Now the rest of the acts of Pekah, and all that he did, Indeed, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. In the second year of Pekah the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, Jotham the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, began to reign. He was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. He did according to all that his father Uzziah had done. However, the high places were not removed. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. He built the upper gate of the house of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the king, kings of Judah? In those days the Lord began to send reason 
king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, against Judah. So Jotham rested with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. Then Ahaz, his son, reigned in his place. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the second epistle to Timothy. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort, with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure the sound doctrine, but according to their own desires. Because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, and your afflictions do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith, Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our um, lesson from Kings uh, tells of the beginning of the, of the end of the northern kingdom of Israel, and it just has a, <clears throat> a litany of political intrigue, one, one king killing, you know, somebody killing the king and, and usurping the office, uh, continuing in, in the sins of the northern kingdom, which was the, the sins of, the, of Jeroboam, son of Nabat, which were the idolater shrines at Dan and Bethel, um, and the brutal war practices, the treatment of, pre of pregnant women, which was roundly condemned by the prophet Amos, I believe this one chapter one verse fifteen, and this is all prophetically showing just just what's wrong with Israel when it departs from its faith in in God, trusts in local idols and in foreign rulers, and it's about ready to go away. Um, and 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 it, it it shows the prophetic value. Remember that um, in the Jewish tradition, kings are prophetic books; are called the former prophets. And this history is prophetic in, in meaning to show us what happens when people behave this way. And the Assyrians show up here where they resettled some people. And this is probably the year here is about 732 BC, about 10 years away from the final destruction of, of the Northern Kingdom, which will come in a, in a chapter or two. 
And so <clears throat> the enduring lesson here is that it, the spiritual lesson we take from this is Israel here does not trust in Yahweh, the God of Israel, puts his trust in idols, puts its trust in foreign alliances, and all those things are merely temporary and they all go away. And so Israel as a kingdom will vanish and we'll get the same narrative of the southern kingdom. What will endure, um, what will endure through the destruction of the kingdom is God's promise. God's promise to King David to sustain uh, Israel through, through the descendant and the coming king, which manifests itself in the New Testament in Christ. And as we put our faith in Christ, who is the fulfillment of God's promise, we are in a place of um, what the Bible would call a stronghold of protection. And we have this eternal kingdom we, we dwell in that temporal things can't affect. And it's, it's why the big temptation in the Christian life is to do what Israel did, which is to be afraid because we think something's going to overcome us. And therefore, we have to make a, a compromise with the local deity or we have to make a compromise to get someone else to help us rather than just putting our trust in, in the God of Israel, uh, which is the only way that, that we, we are able to have an enduring life. And we see this as it comes over into the New Testament in the lesson from Timothy, where St. Paul um, talks about, uh, he, he's really getting to the end of the letter and, and really sort of expressing the end of his life. And he's exhorting Timothy, who is, was, as we've noted before, had a timidity about him uh, to, to fulfill his ministry. Um, preach the word, be ready in season and out, which means when it seems like the right time, when it doesn't seem like the right time, always be ready, uh, convince, rebuke, exhort, law long suffering. And he says the time will come when they won't not endure sound doctrine, that, that the church, people in the, it, who appear to be in their church will be like Israel. They'll want to go off and do things that seem more expedient, seem, seem better, find their hope, but you stay in this thing. And, um, I love the idea of the itching ears. They, they hear what they want to hear and they get drawn away. And he uses himself then for Timothy as an example. I'm about, I'm, um, I'm, I've finished the course and I'm ready to, to be, to be poured out as a drink offering. I put a little, a link in the chat bar, a little, uh, discussion by Peter Lightheart. I found very insightful on the meaning of the drink offering. When St. Paul said, I mean, poured out as a drink offering, he's using the Old Testament imagery. The drink offering was a sort of drink involving wine that was poured onto the sacrifice of the animal on the altar. And what he's saying, what St. Paul is saying is, my ministry of, of where I'm, I'm carrying out the charge God gave to me participates in this, it's an acceptable sacrifice poured out on the sacrifice of Christ that God is accepting. And because he accepts it, there's uh, laid up for me the crown of righteousness, the pathway of faithfulness, fulfilling our call in Christ, lays up for us the crown of righteousness. And this, again, can be contrasted with what we see in Israel, where we depart from our call, um, don't fight the good fight, make compromises. And then when we do those things, what we have is exactly what we have. Whatever relief we get in the moment, there's nothing eternal to it. That's just what it is. And so I, the, the, the application for us here, Paul is saying, 
I finished the course. I fought my way through all these struggles. And, and what I'm offering to God is accepted as a drink offering. You do the same thing and you'll participate in that. And that's for each of us to, to embrace, to, to accept our call from God with our unique gifts, how we're supposed to serve God in our ordinary days, daily lives, uh, giving service to God, loving our neighbors with our gifts. And then we participate in this offering being made to God. Our sacrifice of service is acceptable to God in Christ. And we also have the crown of glory laid up for us that God will give us as we endure faithfully through all things. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly be CC for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Special thanks to Robert for handling a heavy load of reading this morning. And hope you guys have a great Veterans Day. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Happy Veterans Day.